Welcome to the latest edition of the latest Shiny Podcast. This is uh, Stephen Spector with Rob Hirschfeld. Hello, everyone. So, when Rob asked me to work on this podcast with him to work, you know, from the open source stuff with Digital Rebar, he told me he wanted a podcast where the first couple minutes were him screaming and ranting, ah! followed by a discussion. And we haven't done it yet, so my apology for not delivering Rob's rant up front. But today, we, but, but today we will start with the rant. So I'm going to hand it over to Rob, and who's going to blame everything in the world on someone or something, I believe. <laughs> so the rant is everybody wants automated data centers, right? CIOs show up and say, I need faster, better, move, your operators, get off your butt, give me my automated data center, I'm ripping everything out of your hands and moving into the cloud. The thing that I'm ranting about here is no amount of whipping on operators, no amount of pressure and 70 hour, 80 hour work weeks is going to make an operator lay the golden data center. Uh, it just isn't the way things work and, and it's actually the opposite, right? What's all this pressure to make data centers work, you know, data centers better is is undermined by working harder to make data centers better. Yeah, <laughs> you have to pay down the technical debt. You have to fix things. You have to get things going. But my rant is really this idea that that we're going to thumbscrew the operators into improving data center operations by having CIOs apply more pressure or threaten their jobs or things like that. It's just not the way we build good productive operational infrastructure. So that's the rant. Well, I think that's a, I think it's an excellent rant, and I just think, you know, from days being a developer, when the big executives come down, and it's like, well, how many bugs do you have? Well, I have a list of 10 bugs to fix, and they go, great, we'll release the product tomorrow, and leave the room. And, you know, there's a, a, there's a realism that isn't there, yeah. and I think, I think that's a really a good concept. So, so right, part of, part of the, the whole rant concept, though, is we're supposed to rant, yeah, but then we need to come back and say, well, why? You know, because people aren't CIOs aren't evil, mean. You mm -hmm. know, uh, they're they're not running around with thumb screws. They don't mean to be putting all this pressure on the operators. I think a lot of them don't even realize that they are how hard the operators are working, how underwater they are. Um, right, I was just on a call with with an analyst who. You know, sort of subscribes to this other bums. They gotta, you gotta just replace them. And I'm like, I, I don't know any stupid operators. No. Um, matter of fact, most of the times the operators are much more savvy in my experience. But just so underwater, they're like looking up from the bottom of the pool at all the swimmers who <laughs> were developers. Yeah. Saying, "Wow, you you make swimming look so easy. If only I didn't have this these 20 pound weights on my shoes." Um, that look like servers. And it kind of reminds me of the DevOps <laughs> thing where if we make the developers and operators work together, we'll have everyone happy and get along. And, you know, I think as a developer, as an ex-developer, I think if someone said, oh, you're going to carry a beeper in case your application goes down on Wednesday night, we'd have a heart attack. Yet the operators are the folks that do that. Yeah, they, they really do. And and they have to deal with the fact that, you know, somebody ships bad rate cards. I mean, I just, we were just talking to one of our customers and, and they got a batch of, of servers from a... Um, white box vendor that had uh, BIOS, BIOS failures in all their RAID cards and they had a 70% dropout rate on Reboot. You know, that there is your week. And so that that type of stuff happens. It's not in your control. You can't Google your way out of that. Um, and so, you know, the operators really have a serious problem with this. And, you know, somewhere, if somebody knows where this Gartner report is, send it to me, um, rob at racken.com. Um, 
the Gartner had a report that said most CIOs don't know why de their DevOps efforts are so slow and why they take so long. Um, and you know, we talk about bike shedding or yak shaving or things, you know, places where there's a whole bunch of work we have to solve to pay down technical debt to then move move faster. Um, and we saw this firsthand with um, Digital Rebar version two, where we did a whole bunch of automation, but it, it was opinionated, right? It, it had yet to conform to an extent, you know, to a large extent, to make Digital Rebar version two work, mm -hmm. um, because there were you know, connections between the dots, right? So <laughs> when you boot a machine, it's gonna go through our discovery process, and our discovery process goes through our parameter process, our parameter process goes into our orchestration. And those connections provided a lot of value. They also provided you know, sort of a, some restrictions on how you could use the infrastructure. And, and we actually threw all that out with V3, and we started over um, and said, all right, how do we make it so that somebody can adopt the starting point of fixing their infrastructure without breaking everything else they have. Right, this is to me where the CIOs, you know, they're putting all this downward pressure on improving and people keep adding debt because they're trying to speed things up. What we felt like we needed to do was start with something simple, right, this sort of five minute install target mm -hmm. that we hit. Um, you know, five minutes to, less than five minutes to install, 30 minutes to be, you know, fully provisioning mm -hmm. infrastructure. Incredibly fast stuff. It, there's no extra complexity, right? There's no orchestration system to learn. There's no uh, scripting technologies. It's, it's all pretty straightforward stuff because as somebody, you know, thinking about what the CIO wants, before I can accelerate, I have to get my, a platform in order that I can then build on more quickly. I have to have that accelerative platform. What we watched happen, OpenStack's a great example of this, mm -hmm. um, what we watched happen is people would layer on you know, layer after layer of abstractions, and then push the gas. This is a classic open set. Yeah, it's time to provision a VM. Oh, my software-defined networking layer didn't work. Oh, I fixed that. Now it's time to now it's time to install. Oh, my my storage infrastructure is not up to snuff. Oh, now I'm ready to install. Wait a second. Now this patch. I, you know, there's layers and layers. Layers and layers happening. And and so if if you don't start with this sort of foundational, I can patch, update, re restore process, then things are going to get better. I don't know that the CIOs care. I guess part of what Racken's trying to do is we're, we're trying to have conversations where you can talk to a CIO and say, look, that, you know, standard best practice, repeatable things at the bottom, help your team build things up, then they can accelerate. Um, you know, we're trying to help people have that conversation, not just layer DevOps on top of all these other layers. Um, you know, that to me is, is how we help heal this problem, right? The mm -hmm. operator has to look up and say, I'm, you know, I'm going as fast as I can. The engines can't take anymore, Captain. Uh, I just can't do Scotty at all. It's the Scotty thing. It's the Scotty thing. I need work five. I can't get you to work five. I mean, it's great. But I think that's a great example. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're an operator, I think you should uh, conveniently email some of your bosses this podcast. And maybe you can, uh, without saying anything, just say, "I heard this is interesting." <laughs> and if you're, a, you know, you're a CIO or you're a senior director trying to figure out how to get this DevOps stuff working, how to get my teams to do things I want, you know, maybe this will key you in on what's really going on, and 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 go have a conversation with them about, you know, how do you do these things? Is this manual? Is this automated? And and actually spend some time 
you know, if you invest up front, you, better results come later than just saying, oh, we'll just hack it today and let it go. Yep. That's never a good thing. And, and if you're a boss listening to this who's, who's been drugged through it uh, from that recommendation, Go buy the Phoenix Project and you know some and and the goal some of these some of these real DevOps books mm -hmm. that look at the system layer problem and look at the bottlenecks and and see the problem from this perspective um, because it, it really is you can't you can't just put pressure on one side and think it's going to get better you have to it's a system it's a system problem mm -hmm. so. Well, great. This was our first uh, rant, uh, ladies and gentlemen, podcast. And, uh, you know, Rob is always happy to rant. So shoot him an email <laughs> if you have a topic you'd like to rant. Um, we will stay on the DevOps space and Reckon space. But yeah, if there is a movie out. you want to complain about, certainly we can discuss some bad movies that have come out. Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Rotten Tomato so. issues. But thanks again, Rob, for the uh, rant today. And I think it was very on target. Steven, thanks. <laughs>